the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, a new live local show on K-Praise designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Well, hello again from Come Together San Diego. Kaz here, uh, one of your hosts today. I have another host I'll be introducing her in just one instant, but she has to let me kind of read through the opening so she she can do that because she's a co-host. You know, one of the things that we like to do is we like to bring in uh, music, and some of these pieces of music that we bring in actually have the musicians attached to them. <laughs> and that's what we're going to do today. You may have uh, recall on Corey Bush. She's come in before and played some of her music, but she is so heartfelt that she said, I have some other people that have original music, too. <laughs> and I said, Corey, bring them on in. So this is one of those bring them on in moments for, for Corey. I told her if she was going to be having somebody come in, she has to co-host. And so there you go. Isn't that right, Corey? Amen. Yes. <laughs> Excited. Okay. So what we're going to do, first, you know, understand that God is bringing San Diego together. And one of the key gluing factors to bringing, bringing his church together is through worship and prayer and praise. And so I love San Diego. I've been observing and participating in the worship community for decades. And and every time I see people who, who get it, who understand that this yes. is the not only the healing balm, but also the, the bringer together, I, I, I love to give them some time to communicate what God has given them. But also, you prayer warriors, you're playing a big role in what God is doing in San Diego County. And pastors, of course, and other leaders as well. God is bringing a synergy together like never before. And um, in King David's day, that uh, that bringer together was called David's tabernacle and a level of worship that no one had ever experienced. And in Amos, it says, in the last days, God's going to build again the tabernacle of David. And guess what? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you and I get to be part of that. So, Corey, Amen. we have somebody uh, in the studio with you. Why don't you play a little chord progression there? We'll get the set the stage for your and my guest. And, uh, Absolutely. Her name is Peggy Huey. Why don't you just give a very brief overview of who you are and then spend just a moment or two identifying who our special guest is. Okay. Well, uh, my name is Corey Bush, and I'm from San Diego. And I'm a servant of God, and so wherever he sends me. And I am just here to uh, encourage the body of Christ. And for those who have a song in their heart, I just want to see them rise up for his glory. That's right, and sing it out. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Share it. So who's this other person besides my... my um, yes, uh, so a, a beautiful friend, and uh, she is a worship partner. Yes. And her name is Peggy Huey. 
and she just has some incredible songs to share. Yes. Hi, Peggy. Hello. How you doing? Fine, thank you. We're going to get to see you. You know, as I read through your bio, Mm -hmm. I I realize that you've been around doing worship and praise for a long time, and uh, God has inspired you to kind of move into some some solo stuff as well, and you have plenty of stuff that not only has he given you in the past, but stuff he's given you now. Yes, yes. I started in 1981 when I first got saved. And uh, the song, first song that I was going to do is the song that I wrote, uh, my very first song as a Christian. And uh, then the, the last one is the one that I just wrote last year. Are we going to, is so, it called Give It All Away? Is that the first one we're going to oh, do? What's the, the name first of one it? is Father and Son. Oh, Father and Son. But okay. the first one um, we wrote down was Give It All Away. And that was just an intro. So we can just open this up with a little prayer. You yes. know, a prayer song, because that's what I'm always like. Every day, God's giving me one. So, so of start it out. Why, why, would you mind doing? Is that what you're thinking about yes, doing the prayer song? Yes. Okay. Uh, so we're just going to start it out. Corey Bush and the introductory prayer song. You've seen these. The introductory prayer song. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to do it now. And let Holy Spirit engage. Oh, Hallelujah. Oh, oh, to Jesus. Lord, I give my life to you, your love frees us, restoring our hearts and our minds with truth, all to Jesus. Lord, I give my life to you, your love frees us, restoring our hearts and our minds with truth, so give it all away. Our faithful King. Now I suspect we're going to be switching keys. Yes, we will. So be. we're going to. This is what you know. If you're leading worship, you have to realize that there's a key change, and so you have to give a little what they call a selah, a moment break to allow the key change. Yes. Now, Peggy, this is a song that you wrote. It's called Father and Son. Yes. Yes. And I wrote it. I got saved in 1981. And I was just thinking to myself, how would God have asked uh, his son to come and and save the world? What would be that conversation? What would it sound like? Yes. And uh, this is the song that came to me, and it's the conversation between father and son. Could you strum it just for a second before you start singing? Because I want to I want to proclaim Holy Spirit's presence in all this. Would you be, be so kind? Heavenly Father, we're here broadcasting on the radio, of course, but we're also communicating your love to us through our voice and song back to you. And so we want this to be a blessing to you, but we also want this to be a blessing to your kids. As Peggy Huey sings a song that you gave her, (laughs) and it's called Father and Son. My dear son, I have a favor that I must ask of you. My people, they're dying and there's nothing they can do. They cry for my help. believe that 
I'm really so Peggy for that song, Father and Son. But you know, it's not only Father and Son, uh, Father God and Jesus, His Son, but it's also Father and Sons. Amen. God, God, God wants us to be the, His sons as well, and He's got big plans for us. Sometimes, just as with His Son Jesus, there were tumultuous times, but he, he had to show his ability to overcome those tumultuous times because he entrusted his father to solve those challenges. And we, my friends, as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, we have to entrust Jesus to uh, to solve our challenges as well. And sometimes we have to play a role in this. We have to listen and be close to that. So we're going to have some Holy Spirit fun today on the Come Together uh San Diego show. I, I kind of sense Holy Spirit engaging right about in the uh, the first the first stanza or so of the music you played, Peggy. And the, things have just begun. We're going to do more of this as we continue. Peggy Huey, some of your original songs, and I always love Corey because she knows how to to do the musical buffers in between as well. So we're going to do that as well. So it's time for us to take a break and come right back and more Peggy. You know Peggy Huey music and and Corey Bush music as well. But you know I have an ulterior motive. My ulterior motive is to encourage you to take whatever gifting it has to be, or it happens to be, and to take that and go the next steps as well. This is something a little bit new, uh, I think, for Peggy to come into a studio like this. But there's opportunities for you to do whatever God's called you to do in a more vocal, in a more real way, rather than sitting back in the rafters. It's time to come forth and go out. So I, I'm thrilled to have Peggy Huey and uh, co-host Corey Bush when, hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. 
Hey, my friends, how you doing? Good to have you back with us. Uh, we have my co-host, Corey Bush, and uh, she's actually piloting this thing, and I'm kind of co-piloting it wherever, wherever she wants to take this. But she, she, <laughs> she wants to introduce you to one of her dear friends who's also a musician, and you might look in the mirror and say, hey, I'm a musician too. Good, we want to hear about that. But uh, Peggy Huey is uh, our guest, uh, Corey's and my guest, and uh, she has written songs from the heart, and some of these lyrics really speak to you as well. So get your heart right because God wants to speak to you through his words. The, in Jeremiah, it talks about the song of the bride and the song of the bridegroom. And uh, these are songs, some of them are, are, are songs to the bridegroom, and some of these are songs from him to you. And some of them are a little bit of both. This one probably is a little, little bit of both. And so, Corey, did you want to ask... Uh, Peggy, a little bit about uh, the, the the origin of this song, and yeah. then we'll set her free. Corey Absolutely. Bush. Okay. So, Peggy Huey, um, just tell me a little bit about this next song that God gave you. Well, this song came from about when I was at a time where I was a little angry with the Lord because I had been a Christian for about 10 years, and my desire of my heart had always been to be married and have a family. Yes. And I had been at a church now for 10 years uh, leading worship, and I was uh, feeling like um, he hadn't answered my prayers. And so this song came about called Don't You Know, and it was just a song of, of – really seeking God and really wanting him to speak to me and reach out to me. Yes. Now, li- listen to what she said, my friend. There was a time in her life, and you're going to be able to identify this. There's a time in her life and yours, sometimes where we we, we think, you know, we're, we've stopped. We've, we've come to a dead end, and uh, God, you're not listening to me anymore, or uh, I am having trouble communicating with you. And the promises I had in my heart that you gave me, I'm just not seeing them come to pass. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you know, how many times are the children of Israel when they were, they knew they were going to the promised land, but how many times did they have this conversation in their own hearts says, well, uh, what's going on? We're, we're you know, mm-hmm. here we are, here, there's a promised land, but it's dirt and sand. Totally. Dirt yes. and sand to the promised land. Ooh, almost the song there. <laughs> Been but, there, but, done that. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, my friend, as you hear the lyrics of this song that uh, Peggy Huey is going to be presenting to you, I want you to not only hear her plea to the Lord, but mm-hmm. your plea yes, to the Lord. Lord. But the answer is that there's good news at the back end of the story and all through the middle, Holy Spirit and God's whole plan is to come alongside of you. So when it may look difficult from people on the outside and the inside, Holy Spirit's whispering you say, yes. one more step. So sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. So Peggy Huey, we want you to play the song called Don't You Know as Corey Bush co-host and I sing and worship along with our listeners. I have these days where I just run dry and I think you don't even hear my prayer It gets to the point where I can't go on and it seems that no one really cares Don't you know your name Don't you know I need you
When your kingdom seems as distant as a star I know you're right here With arms open wide To keep me from straying quite that far All I need to Is hold out my hand All I must do Is call your name forevermore. My listening friend, that's God's promise to you. Receive him and he will never leave you or forsake you. Amen. So, wow. Thank you, Peggy, for sharing that song. My listening friend, this is this is not a, 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 a time frame where we're just presenting you a performance of music. That's not the intention behind what we're doing here. We want to take God's music that he has given to some people and use this as a an instrument to bring you and I and us closer to him. That's the whole heart cry of that. And I know Corey really has a heart for that as well. Absolutely. You know, like I've told people, every creature unique in the song that it sings. And, you know, some people, you know, we get caught up comparing and it all comes from God. And whether it's like extravagant or just so simple, he wants it. I mean, he saw each and every one of us, and he said it was good. So we just have to come into alignment with him that he calls us good. And the gifts, whether it's like a, you know, somebody out there doing concerts or somebody just in the Sunday school, it's all important to yes. him. You know, Corey, this is the time frame. Uh, this is another decade in the Lord in the, from a Hebrew standpoint. This is what they call the decade of the pay, P-E-Y, which is the decade of the declaration, the spoken word. Yes. The previous decade was the decade of the ayan, which is the the eye or seeing things. Yes. So this is the time in God's provision where what we've taken in with our eye, we need to proclaim out. So Absolutely. what you said to our listening friend was for them to get closer to the relationship with God to see what he has for them. You have said Absolutely. it to them. Now I'm going to have you take the next step and in the next 30 seconds or so with a little bit of music behind, I'm going to have you declare what you said to them not only uh, presenting it to them, but declaring it li- as God did in, in Genesis. Let there be light. Let there be, you know, the sun and this moon and the star. I want you because God's given us the anointing to be his kids and the same declaration things that Absolutely. he does. He wants to have yes. us. So, so get ready, my listening friend, because Corey Bush is going to declare God's presence and his in, intervention into your life right now. 
God made you, God saved you, and He'll change you and raise you up. God loves you, He's with you, and He'll touch you, and you'll never be the same. So sing out a song, sing it out strong, all for His name, all for His fame. A little that you have, He will turn it into much more for His glory. Yes. He will turn it so much more into his glory. All it takes from us, my friend, is it's called obedience. It's called obedience. Some people say obedience is blind. In some ways it is, but since you have the book of Scripture behind you, it's not really that blind because right. the Lord says he's going to do it. And it is taking steps of faith, but it's not blind. Amen. It's having the foreknowledge that he has kept his promises and he shall always keep his promises for you. So my listening friend, we've got more original music coming your way and more insights from Holy Spirit as he stirs us to share with you. And so my co-host, Corey Bush and Peggy Huey and I will be right back. <laughs> You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K Praise. Don't just listen to it, be a part of it at 866 577 2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K Praise. This is Frank Harper, pastor in North County. We need more of God this time than we've ever needed him before. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back with some music, some original music. My co-host is Corey Bush, and our guest is musician and singer Peggy Huey. We're going to start with just a little bit of music. In, in the scripture, you know, when you read the Psalms, there's often a word that appears, it's called Selah. And that word Selah, among other things, means pause and just meditate on what the Lord has done. And then you can, once you collect all the things in your heart and mind that He's done recently, then you kind of break out in song and sing them to Him and let Him sing His adoration to you as well. So we're going to just spend just a moment here as Corey is playing. You know, I've got two guitar ladies in the studio. How remarkable. But we're going to just play a little bit of uh, a little bit of music here. And what's on your heart right now, Corey, as we get ready to, to uh, introduce Peggy? You know, um, I was just talking to you, Kaz, um, earlier about the five loaves and the two fish. And how so, so often, for years actually, I just, I didn't. I didn't do what was in my heart to do because I was so afraid that it wasn't enough. Until one day the Lord just showed me, hello, give me your five loaves and your two fish and let me make it into something more. Because really, I can't even breathe without him. So I'm just going to do what I've come to do. I'm going to give him my crumb. I'm going to give it my all. And I'm just going to know who really is doing it for me and through me and for his glory. Thank you, Corey. You know, the, the truth of the matter is he's equipped us. He's equipped us. And sometimes those being equipped, those things are in seed form. 
Yes. And uh, sometimes we can just say, I'm going to keep them in seed form because that's how I'm comfortable. But he says, no, the time is at hand now for the seeds to break forth. The rain has come. And sometimes we take rain as being a negative. Oh, it's raining all over me. No, he goes, yes, but this rain is, has life in it. Yes. And so that rain, sometimes the challenges can be the uh, the anointing yeah. that brings the seed forth into what it's called to be a plant. Right. And so my listening friend, you have had some seeds buried deep within you that God planted there. Yeah. And he's looking at you goes, <laughs> it's, time for, <laughs> it's time for those seeds to come forth because I've got great plans for you. Right. And it's not only and always in seed form. Yeah. Growing so, pains. It, Sometimes it, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And so that kind of ties in to, I think, where we want to have Peggy introduce this next song because it comes out of almost contrary times and God can intervene and show his healing power there out of hurt comes. Yes. This is a song called just as you are. And it's a song that I wrote um, from a, a ministry that I used to be involved with that was for hurting women. Yes. And these women are people that had been through horrendous things, you know, abuse, uh, drugs, um, you know, rape. Uh, they they came to this uh, ministry to to be uh, healed. And we always said to the ladies, please just come as you are. That was the main thing, mm. the main focus that, you know, it doesn't matter what you've been through. Don't worry about it. Just come just as you are. Yes. And the Lord gave me this song to share with this ministry. Okay, well, just play, just play the chord progression for a minute because we're going we're gonna to get our, our plan is to get you into this, and then I'm going to uh, I'm going to set Peggy free to actually s- to sing the lyrics. Okay, so just play the chord progression of this. And my friend, if you hear a little bit of humming going on in the background, that might be Corey. You can't. It's hard to stop her. And if you hear a little bit of harmonica, yes, I did. I brought my harmonicas as well. So we're just going to set the stage here. I want you to be prepared for a level of healing that you have never experienced before. We do a little bit of experimentation on this show just because we know Holy Spirit likes to have the free flow to show off uh, His heart cry. So think healing, think health. Even in the midst of contrary times, you may be diagnosed with tough stuff. God says, let me heal you from the inside out. Sometimes it's never certain what that's going to look like or sound like. But just to trust Him, and you can know all things are going to work together for good for those who are called according to what the Lord's calling is, two and three. We're going to play a little bit more instrumentally, instrumentally, and then I'm going to have Peggy jump on. Jesus says, come, just as you are. To receive his love and grace, his joy is full when you believe and you seek his holy face.
just as you are to receive his love and grace his joy is Sometimes we feel like, you know, you know, like somebody's coming to your house. You go, I don't look that good. Let me go in and let me poof myself up. Let me fix the hair. Let me do this. All, all these kind yes. of. <laughs> and, but God's saying, no, come to as you are. I, I Listen, God already knows what right. you really look like and what you are from the inside out. He already knows that. And if you try to put on false airs of going, no, I, yeah, I'm really, I'm, how are you doing? Oh, I'm okay. Oh, no, you're not because I've seen the inside of you. Can I tell you something? Okay, I heard a pastor say one time that we're all going around trying to polish our turds, but a polished turd <laughs> is still a turd, guys. <laughs> I have to figure out whether I'm going to blurt that? that or not. I don't Sorry. think I'm going to blurt that. <laughs> hey, it was at that's, church. Yes, yes, <laughs> and so another anointed message by Corey Bush, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. <laughs> I love you. Yes, yes, yes. You know, there's a scripture. I'm going to give you the scripture so that you can forget about the, 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 the mental images that you have there. But, <laughs> you know, here, here's the deal. I, I suspect the Lord is laughing at the joke, too, because he knows about these things. He's made he all of you in every part anyway. But there's a scripture I'm going to give you now. The Lord bless these women right now. Hallelujah. Anyway, and let's bless the listeners right now. Hallelujah. Um, the scripture is call unto me and I will answer you and I will show you things that you do not no, call unto me and I will answer you and I will show you things that you do not know. God's promise to you is when you are having those terrible excrement times, God wants to come and intervene in those times and he wants to bring healing and hope and health. And don't you know, his plan is to use everything, you know, like if, if you if you uh, uh, understand some of the farmers, they say, use the whole cow. <laughs> right. And so, so God wants to use all of you to bring forth the best of you. And so he wants to do that right now. And uh, why don't you let him not only begin, but if he's in the middle of a work and you're in the middle of contrary times and you're going, these don't make sense. I know I'm supposed to be healed. I know I'm supposed to be joyous. And he goes, stick with me, kid. I'll show you what that looks like, what that sounds like. 
So we're, we're, we've got about one minute left, and Corey, as my co-host, I want you to just pray, just a verbal prayer to our listening friends and to, to, to pray over them and even declare that God is going to take their contrary times right now and transform them into things that are glorious. Yes. Corey, do that, and then we're going to take a break. Okay, Lord Jesus, we just come before you. Lord, Holy Spirit, we are just declaring your goodness, Lord. Your goodness, Lord, and you are worthy to be praised, God, in any circumstance, whether it's good or bad, Lord, and quite often when we are going through hard times, Lord, how much more glory does it bring you Uh to be able to praise you when things aren't going our way, when we're not getting what we want, like the beginning song about the father speaking to the son, what was going to happen to him and the suffering that was going to come upon him that he would endure. And Lord, we are your children. And you said we would suffer as well, God. But Lord, to bring you glory, there are blessings and there are times of refreshment. And then there are hard times, God, that we can't even, we feel like we can't breathe. But Lord, you are our very breath. So yes, we can. Yes. And we can still continue on because we stay on our knees And we look to the one who is all powerful, God, who gives us hope. And this is not even forever. The season does not last, but forever will be with you. And that is what we hold on to, God. So we can praise you in the dark. Mm. We could praise you through the storm and praise you through it because you promise. Yes. You promise you'll never leave us and you promise to see us through. Yes. And that is what we declare or forsake you. Yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. My missing friend, Corey Bush, uh, thank you for being my co-host in in this show for the first hour. And Peggy Huey, thank you for sharing some of your songs. We've got more to come. We've got a whole another segment. We're going to play another song, or you can have you play another song of yours. My listening friend, be ready to be ministered to on the radio and through the radio. But once you get that uh, upon you, beware that God's going to say, now I want you to go impact other people. So you may be a singer, you may be a writer, you may be a person that uh, does a mean laundry. I mean, I'm just, I'm being facetious a little bit here, but but the truth of the matter is God wants to use you wherever you have your comfort zone, but be prepared. He's going to take you outside of your comfort zone into his zone. And that means wonderful, miraculous things. So my listening friend, my co-host, Corey Bush, and Peggy Huey, musician, singer, and anointed one, (laughs) we're going to be right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. And guess what? This uh, musical buffet has returned. (laughs) The musical buffet has not left the station yet. We're still here for a few more minutes in this first hour. And then we're going to have a a guy named Zoe Rachel. He's a musician as well. He's also a drummer. He's also a blogger. But he's also a between-the-eyes-tell-it-like-it-is guy. So we're going from this melodic music to Zoe laying it on you, the things that are going on in the world and how God's going to intervene in ways. And he is intervening in ways that are remarkable. But I wanted to take uh, uh, my my co-host, uh, Corey, and her guest, Peggy Huey, uh, and we're going to introduce a song that Peggy Huey 
has written. Actually, <laughs> like to say my last name. I do. Huey. 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 So what we're going <laughs> to... Uh, so uh, Corey's over here giggling. Yeah. And, and Huey Lewis she, in the news. She, she's giggling in the corner. We'll just, we'll deal with her later. <laughs> Absolutely. So the, the brief history of your, of your song here and then lay it on us, Peggy. Okay. Huey. <laughs> <laughs> this is my prayer song. Uh, it came to me last year and I was not able to sleep one night. And I just said, Lord, do you want me to pray about something? And he just brought this melody to my mind, and he brought these words to me, and it became my prayer to the Lord. Okay, and the name of the song is, oh, creatively, it says, Peggy's Prayer. Nicely done. I hope that you'll hear things in this song that will inspire you as well. So, Peggy Huey and Peggy's Prayer. Yeah. 
Can you show us the way? There is no one like you, friend this uh, is near the conclusion of the first hour can you believe how quickly it goes i want to thank Corey bush for joining me as co-host and thank you so great, much great it's always a pleasure <laughs> fun and, and peggy huey dewey louie <laughs> thank you for sharing your songs and there is joy in the camp you know sometimes out of you know out of dark difficult times uh, joy comes in the morning yes. and uh, that's what God wants to do with you in your life my listening friend thank you so and much thank you for thank joining you for us my, my listening I appreciate it so much oh it's a pleasure it's such it's a blessing a, it's a pleasure so <laughs> what we're, one of the things we're going to do in Come Together San Diego is to see what's out there in San Diego County and bring you some of the people whom God has been stirring to uh, share some of their stuff but then also set them free like that dove in the hand of the person going huh, let they're, they're the person and they're the, they're the dove goes into the sky it's like at a w- wedding ceremony oh Really? Oh, how appropriate. So, my listening friend, it's not only a pleasure for Corey, for us to have Corey uh, with us. I mean, very good job in, in this. And uh, I, I'm just really thankful, too, for Ms. Huey. <laughs> I love this thing. My listening friend, the next hour, it's not going to be exactly like this, but it's going to be revelatory as well. So, uh, once again, thank you, Corey. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Kaz. Uh, thank you, and thank you, Peggy. Thank you, Mr. Kaz. My listening friend, don't go away. We've got great stuff coming, and uh, it's going to blow you away, <laughs> and I'm serious about that. So I'm going to be right back. <laughs> this is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. KPRZ, San Marcos, Poway, and K29CR, Encinitas, FM 106.1, North County, AM 1210, San Diego, K-Praise. I'll tell the world, world, world. Come together, San Diego, with Cash Taylor on FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. I'll tell the world, world, world. And hey, my friends, I've been looking forward to this last hour for a long time. Time, one of my favoritest of all, my favorite guy of in the universe. Zoe Rachel is with me, and uh, he's the author and founder of Bronze Serpent Media. Hey, Zoe, how you doing? I am well, sir. How you doing? I'm doing fine. I have a chance to check your blogs frequently because I've got in my Facebook and some of my other areas a little trigger that says Zoe's on the air or Zoe, you know, 
he's getting in trouble again or something like that, you know. <laughs> and so I have to check you out, man. I appreciate, man, you gotta you gotta pass on how it is that you're able to get notifications because basically about more than ninety nine, I mean more than ninety percent of my audience doesn't get my notifications no matter how they do their setting. Okay, here, here's my here, here's my wisdom, my friends. I have no clue. <laughs> there you go. I just when whenever my phone says Zoe is live or whether it's on my Facebook, I don't remember. But I just I see that and I go, oh, I need to check this out. And so anyway, yeah, I, this is you know I've seen instances uh, in my own broadcast where you know something just mysteriously disappears for a season or something, then it shows back up again. And I think that there's some ulterior motives working there. But we've got the the creator of the universe kind of working against the ulterior motives of the other guys. So yes, uh, right. <clears throat> when, when Zoe and I decided we were going to do an hour together, I sent him bullet points <clears throat> and I said, all these things are, are bubbling right now. Where do you want to go? And he goes, all of them, <laughs> but I, I don't, I don't think we're going to be able to get to all of these in an hour, but we're going to get to some of them. And my friend, if you uh, have this little hat that says politically correct, Take it off. <laughs> uh, or if you have a little hat that says we don't talk about religion publicly, take it off. God wants us to become whom we've been called to be. He's been pouring stuff into us. He's not poured it into us so that we can hold it in the kettle and not pour it out on the world. So be strong, be bold, and then trust Holy Spirit to do his thing through your thing. But also be sensitive. Zoe is really good at between the eyes stuff, but he he also is very sensitive too. I hear sometimes in his heart of hearts, I hear him in, in his dialogue in his blogs. He he checks himself a little bit, or maybe his wife is in the background giving him that wife look. I'm not sure about that, but he is able to temper these things. I uh, aren't you there, Zoe? When Holy Spirit says so. <laughs> I, I reckon so. It's, you know, like a little kick under the table, you know. I do try to be, you know, I mean, because I do get accused of, of hate speech and I'm like, man, there's there's no hate in what I'm doing. I, I'm, I, I answer to the one who instructs us to love and pray for even our enemies. I like it. So there's no hate from where I'm coming from. It's like, look, I understand that some people don't like the truth. They may find the truth offensive. I get that. But it's not coming from a place of hate. Yeah, you might have the Donald Trump anointing. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> well, I, that'd be nice because uh, you know not even not even Twitter can stop uh, you know what Trump, uh, Trump and what the Lord has given them. I, I wouldn't mind having a little bit of that because uh, they've uh, they've definitely put the choke on my stuff. Oh my my! Well, Zoe, Rachel, you you have, you're a blog guy. Let me first of all, what's what's the place that people can find out more about you and get into your blogs, your your your, your Zopium Den and the Zoloft and some of these other things, many many things. Yeah, thank you, man. I'm at bronzeserpentmedia.com, and that's where they can find you. Yeah, the Zoloft, my place for chuckle therapy against uh, you know, the stuff that's making us sad you know, here in America about what's happening to America. And I, I have the Zopium Den, my anti-study-betty Bible study. And uh, I've got my music project, 20 Pound Sledge, where we rock the gospel with that. So, you know, that's the stuff I'm up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, let me just read to you, my listening friends, some of the things on the list. I'm going to let Zoe set him free and see where he goes, and I'll do color commentary as we go. But here's some of the, some of the bullet points I, I put to, to Zoe. I said, State of the Union address, the liberal left, Nancy Pelosi issues, recent D.C. prayer breakfast, and also the Right to Life D.C. march. I mean, tremendous stuff going on. The impeachment exoneration and acquittal. 
and uh, Super Bowl prophecies, I'm major stuff going on in that. And then <laughs> Super Bowl halftime issues. <laughs> oh my goodness, Iowa caucus, Ukraine issues. I mean, I, I'm I, I've only started the list uh, anyway. So I'm going to kind of hand things over to you. There's so much to talk about, Zoe Rachel. Where must you begin? Said Kaz. Well, that's, yeah, that is one of those things where I guess I would put that stuff in a hat, man, and shake it up and see which one I pull out first. But, you know, the, the thing that, that's on my heart the most, though, Kev, even more than, than all those things, and and, I'll, and we'll get to those, man. I, 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 but I would really like to get to, uh, I want to talk to uh, conservatives about how they're shooting themselves in the foot in the culture that gives the Democrats a lot of ground to do the crazy stuff that they're doing in the culture. Well, then why don't we talk about that, Zoe Rachel? I mean, because it's so true. I mean, I've, I've, I've seen it, uh, the timidity, you know, sometimes people might call it timidity. Uh, and, you know, mm-hmm. there, a lot of people, uh, Christians, we say, you know, we need to have that humility and that, uh, uh, you know, deferring one to another and, and giving these people the benefit of the doubt. But we've given uh, the liberal left the benefit of the doubt all the way to uh, the abortion issue. We've given them the benefit of the doubt in climate change. We've given them the benefit of the doubt in um, uh, religious freedoms. We've given the benefit of the doubt to the degree and education. We've given the benefit of the doubt to the point where we are, they, they've buried us and we can't, it's hard to get out. So take it from here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because when it comes to, you know, whether it's the state of the union address or whether it's impeachment for all those things in between, you know, I know the conservatives, you know, we like to think of ourselves as the silent majority, you know, and we and we think that, you know, most of the country doesn't believe a lot of the stuff that, you know, that we're inundated with, with the media and all the all the stuff that they're doing. It's like, but look, there's a silent majority and there's a noisy minority. <laughs> and when the noisy, <laughs> Do not underestimate the foolishness of the noisy minority because they can do a lot of damage and That's they're right. doing a lot of damage. I'm going to, let me, you know, let me make a statement and see if, and see if you agree with it. There's a, there's a value in being silent, but silent to the point of the other person taking control of the situation. We've been silent for so long and it's time for God's church to speak up. I'm going to set the stage and you jump right into that. That's that's right. That's right. And and we got to understand that the word of God says life and death is in the power of the tongue. And when we and we and when we speak, we got to make sure that we're really rooted in scripture and and got to, you know, rely on the Holy Spirit to know uh so so we can have that discernment because there's a lot of people out there speaking self-righteously and not scripturally. And our self-righteousness, you know, that's the thing that gets you know, that's the stuff that got Peter called Satan. Because Peter was thinking that this is right according to man, and Jesus called him out on that. You know, and that's what a lot of conservatives are doing, you know, in trying to, uh, like, say, for instance, um, I see it happening with um, kind of tiptoeing around uh, the the homosexuality issue. Yes. You know, uh, and it's like, look, you know, things like that. This is the reasons why, like, Buttigieg is gaining so much ground. And if, if you can't, it's like if there's no hate involved and say, look, you know, the, the, the bottom line is if this person can't even respect the very laws of nature, do you think that they're really going to understand and uphold the law of the land that is founded and rooted in the word of God itself? It's like, 
you might want to have some reservations about who you might, you know, be trying to kind of cozy up to just because you want to get their votes to make us look like we're accepting. Yes. You know, it's like, be careful with that. So these are things that are, that are happening with the conservatives. And, and also, uh, if I may, the biggest concern I have, you know, with conservatives, what they're doing is that um, they, they call Democrats, they're calling them radicals when Democrats are not radicals at all. And um, this is one of the things that I think the conservatives are doing to really hurt themselves and promote the idea that the parties have switched sides. And uh, when conservatives go out there, because the thing is, Democrats are, I mean, they're not radicals at all. They've never been. How would you they're define not, them, been. Zoe, Rachel? How would you define them? Democrats are exactly what they were, are, are today, exactly what they were during the Civil War. They're rebels. They're rebels against the word of God, and they're rebels against the Constitution. That's what they were called during the war. There is je- they are just as much against the Constitution today as they were when they established the Confederacy. They're the same. They're not radicals, because to be a radical, you have to be rooted. You have to be grounded in something. The Democrats aren't grounded in anything. They're not grounded in the Constitution. They're not rooted. They're not, they're not, they're, that's not their core. They're not grounded in the word of God. So they're not radicals. The real radical, number one, the real radical is Jesus himself. <laughs> Jesus is the root. He is the core. He is the radical. And, when you're, and you're, when you're rooted in the word of God, as the Republican Party was founded to be, to promote liberty for all men, because it is our God-given right, that is radical. My, 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 my radical friend, Zoe Rachel, uh, has come to the end of the first segment uh, pretty nicely, and I appreciate that. We're going to deal more with that. But one of the things I want to remind you of, my friend, is not so much the R or the D beside your name. It is the J beside your name, Jesus Christ and what he does. Because, you know, as I look into the political realm right now, there are a lot of people that are making ungodly decisions, and they align with one political party and another. So the, the issue is just knowing your Lord and hearing his voice and obeying accordingly. So, Rachel, you're going to be spending the entire hour with me, my listening friend. If you were shocked, uh, get used to it. We're, more stuff coming your way. And it's all going to be Bible-based because oftentimes I may ask Rachel, uh, so, so Rachel, where's that in Scripture? But, you know, so he's never denied that and said, oh, here it is. And I go, oh, yeah, that's right. So my listening friend, if you're <laughs> ready for some more shock therapy, so Rachel and Kaz, we're going to be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Cass Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Hey, welcome back, my friends. You know, I, I don't know about you, but uh, I have to be really careful on how much news <laughs> and fake news I <clears throat> really can take in in one setting. I, I, it's, it's difficult sometimes. Sometimes it's really hard for me to, uh, you know, put my frustrations into words. That's why I have in this program now co-host and blogger uh, Zoe Rachel Bronze Serpent Media. He's with us, and uh, he helps put some of the things I had no words for into words. And he actually has words that we may find lacking. So I'm going to do, Zoe, you're there. I know you're there. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to 
shake you up a little bit here, and we're going to see what pours out. Stand by, and uh, a little bit of shaking on Zoe Rachel, and we'll see what pours out. Hang on. Uh, I know. I can I can feel it. It's stirring him up. Uh, there it goes. Okay. Ah, now it's ready to pour. It's time. He's shaken and not stirred, as James Bond would say. So let's see what comes out as we pour this Zoe Rachel into a microphone mic. <sighs> what came out? Zoe Rachel. <laughs> well, I, would, I know what I'd like for her to go in. Pour, <laughs> pour it in some coffee. Um, <laughs> man, coffee sounds good right about now. Um, I don't know, Kaz. What, what do you think? Uh, well, you know, the thing that struck me, I, I you know, the impeachment process in the in the thick of things, and okay. and but Trump going through a state of the union union in the midst of all this stuff, knowing that he was going to be exonerated. But the state of the union address was remarkable. I mean, there's a lot of things that everybody should have been applauding for. But only half the room applauded. That was really striking to me. So I set the stage for you there. What was your? What were your observations there? Oh man, that's it's, it's no surprise that the Democrats are going to be all snooty and turn their nose up and <laughs> stuff like that. Or, or even <laughs> Nancy Pelosi shredding uh, of the speech after it was done. Oh, that's great decorum right there, man. And, and did you catch that? Even despite her her fierce anger, because you know, according to Star Wars lore, your anger is supposed to give you strength. Yeah, and you should hate and anger flow through you. And despite all that hate and anger, she couldn't re- rip up a couple of pieces of paper and had to kind of separate them and rip them in. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I mean, it just you know, it it, it, it just shows. Oh, it's it's childish. I mean, and um, it's no surprise. I mean, that's just who they are. You know, it's like you have to have a certain kind of mindset and a personality to vote Democrat. And uh, that's just where they are. They're they're given over to uh, their prejudices and uh, and their anger and their hatred. Um, you know what Trump is talking about? It's like, yeah, they should be happy if they're such champions for for women. They should be so happy that. Um, you know, more women are working because that's what they claim they want. Now, if I may say on a quick side trail, um, uh, more women working to me isn't the sign of a good economy. Uh, the sign of a good economy is not, not, not dogging on Trump, not dogging on women or anything like that, but the sign of a good economy is when a, when a household can survive on one income. That's the sign of a good economy. Mm-hmm. A lot of women are out there, you know, when they're working, you know, a, a lot of women are working because they have to. Not necessarily because, you know, they may want to. I have, you know, a woman pursuing her career, if, she's, if, the, if the Lord has given her a talent and she's got a propensity to do things, you, you rock it, you do it. But a lot of people are working, you know, trying to make ends meet with two incomes. And, you know, to me, a better income is like when, you know, when you can survive off of one. But at any rate, you know, but they should be happy. Democrats should be happy that, about these things. They should be happy about more blacks working, more Latinos working. They should be happy about this stuff. Yes. Um, but it's like they're conflicted. They either do one or, one or two things. They either downplay it as if it's no big deal, or they try to give Obama the credit for it. It's like, you guys can't have it both ways. My, my. And you, you're so right about that. The, the challenge for we conservatives especially those who embrace the uh, Judeo-Christian faith, and uh, is that where, where do you take the being uh, deferring heart cry and the, and the not causing waves heart cry? Where do you take that right now when you really some waves need to be stirred because we've been silenced uh, long enough and you have somebody who's a real 
people have called uh, Donald Trump the wrecking ball. But you have sometimes you need to have a wrecking ball before you can start from the from ground zero and properly build the foundation. Sure, sure. That, and even the Lord himself says, yeah, I'm going to tear this thing down and I'm going to rebuild it. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's, sometimes it's just got to be done. And, and, and there's a constructive way to do it and there's a destructive way to do it. Sure. And, you know, where the Democrats are, and, and I, I understand that, you know, a lot in, in the church, you know, they try not to make it about, you know, Republican versus Democrat or anything like that. And I, I, I'm like the worst defender of that. I'm like, yeah, there, there is a stark difference in terms of principle, not in terms of people. You know, people are going to be people yes. and you can have a Republican. You could be a, you can have an R next to your name and be as far from God as anybody else. Preach it, um, brother. But in, right. You know, but in principle, a Republican is founded at the core of this. It reflects the Constitution in principle. It reflects the word of God in principle, whereas the Democrat Party on its face, I'm not talking about people, I'm talking about principle on its face is at odds with the word of God and on its face is at odds with the constitution. Yes. So, you know, that, that being said, you know, um, that's why I make these stark differences. It's not so much about defending, Oh, no Republican could do wrong just because they're Republicans. That's like saying that no Christian can do wrong just because they're Christians. You know, we, we screw up too, Yes. but in principle, that's what because if I if I went by just Christians, I could stop. I'd stop being a Christian. Yeah, exa- you know? exactly. Exactly. You know, if I looked at my own knuckleheaded behavior, it's like, man, what kind of Christian? <laughs> you ought to quit. You ought to quit, boy. Oh, you know what So, but because of the principle, I try to adhere, you know, to what the Word of God says. So, at any rate, you know, looking at this stuff, that's what you know. Um, it's just holding down these fundamentals to recognize where we are to be able to keep this republic, be that salt and light to preserve this God-given republic, to promote what it is, what the Word of God tells us. That way we can maintain our liberty rather than watching it erode. And this does not please God. God's like, I gave you liberty. You're going to let this stuff get voted away? My, my, my. And we do have um, uh, March 3rd uh, primary Elections going on and, and, and into November as well. So, you know, I have been spending some time helping uh, organizations that put together. There's one in particular is called BiblicalVoter.com. Uh, Dran Reese and the Salt and Light uh, Council. They're putting together, you know, one of the things that we as Christians, we don't really know where to go and who is taking the same uh godly biblical stand or the constitutional stand that we adhere to. And so lots of times we need to know where to go and what to do. So I've, I've been working with this organization to create uh, some video work for biblicalvoter.com. And so I'm getting more and more aware that a lot of us, we're not, you know, in the, in the church environment, we're not that educated and we need to be educated about some things like this. So what would you recommend for us to get educated and make right decisions? So, um, one definitely rely on the Holy Spirit. Uh, he is our He is our filter. The Lord sent Him to be the comforter. You know that way. You know because understanding is comfortable. You know? And so when you understand, you know when you get into the Word of God, you understand it. And then from there, when you when you examine those Ten Commandments, when you look at them, then from there, look at what the Democrat Party is doing, and then from there, look at what the Republican Party is supposed to stand for. Yes. And and right there, it opens up. A whole world. It's like you look at what the Democrat Party stands for, and say, like, "Wow, none of this squares with the Ten Commandments." You know, this. I mean, for 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 the Christian, 
the Ten Commandments, you know, fulfilled by, the, by, by Christ himself, that's our real Constitution. And from there, when you examine the U.S. Constitution, you can see where it reflects it. Yes. And, and from there, when you look at the different, what the Democrats do, they say, no, 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 I'm, I, I can't go there because the more, if I go there, I'm going away from God. My, my. If I examine what the Republican platform is and, and being conservative about it, then that's right there. Because, like I said, God doesn't want us to just let our liberty get voted away. We can't be all, oh, well, God's in control and God's on the throne and everything. No, God's on the throne, yes, but he gives instructions. And we're supposed to take those instructions out into the world, and we're supposed to make sure that what he blessed us with doesn't just get squandered yes. and, and voted away. And we need a team to do that. You know, we it's like you know we we we're gonna have to have a voting constituency constituency team. We're gonna have to be that ecclesia in the in the ballot box. Ooh, I we like have it. To do that. So here here's the here's the challenge, my friend. We're coming up against a break here, Zoe. But uh, mm-hmm. the question is, how do we become uh, God's team, and how do we hear His voice, and how do we move forward in that in these sometimes perilous times? So Rachel and I are gonna pursue that question and offer some insights and answers when we come right back you're listening to come together san diego the new live local show on fm 106.1 and am 1210 k praise don't just listen to it be a part of it at 866-577-2473 you're just moments away from more come together san diego on k praise Greg Hendricks, Rock Church, East County. God is doing a wonderful work in the city of San Diego and all over the world. He's uniting the hearts of the people, but most importantly, he's drawing us back to what our original purpose is, to love each other. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. And we're back, my friends, with the founder of Bronze Serpent Media, Zoe Rachel. You know, as I look at uh, different uh, venues where there's a a cross-spattering of uh, uh, conservatives and uh, progressives, you you can hear the chant for those who are proponents of uh, the Constitution and the Judeo-Christian faith. They are are proclaiming at Trump rallies, four more years, four more years, four more years. And on the other side, you hear no more years, no more years. And so it's sometimes it's really hard to uh, accommodate both of them in your in my my personal fragile mind. So here, here's my question. There, there are many believers who are really, really uncomfortable being outspoken and they're a bit apprehensive, like sometimes I am just to speak out. So as a fellow believer, here's my question to you. As a fellow believer in Christ, talk a little bit about the blending of your comments with Scripture. I mean, that helps me make bold stands where it's not me saying it, but it's Scripture through me. So you want to speak to that just briefly as we dive into other things, though, Rachel? Right on, man, right on. Okay, well, we know that um, our high priest and king was murdered (laughs) for for speaking the truth. Um, So understandably, uh, there is apprehension about speaking the truth because, you know, you could be ostracized, you know, your, your livelihood can be ruined. Uh, you can get in fights, verbal or even physical, uh, you know, get sued. Uh, we're in an environment now where, you know, and, and it's not even now. This is what this has always been. Man. Yeah. And you can get you Facebook know, uh, blocked, too. You can get Facebook blocked. 
Right. And, and you know, the thing is, <laughs> and Cass, thank God that these are our problems. You know, if, if it's like, you know, when we, when we read the word of God, we see what the prophets went through and the disciples and, and, and what the Lord himself went through. It's like getting blocked from Facebook. But but you got people who actually don't want to engage because they're afraid of losing Facebook friends. You know, uh, you know, and things like that. It's like, come on, man, we got to be a little bit more, you know, we got to step up our game a little bit more than that. Okay, but, but they're also, and I have to identify with this too, sometimes you just don't know what to say. And uh, with me, you know, I, I've spent a fair amount of time digging into stuff and understanding mm-hmm. what Scripture says and making stands for that. But even even though I have that in my repertoire, sometimes I go, I might be put myself in a really embarrassing position where I may not know what to say. So uh, you mentioned earlier the power of the Holy Spirit, and uh, that's really certainly uh, invaluable. But if you think you don't know what to say, imagine those who've been making it up all along. They're going to have a a lot bigger uh, anguish in having a a, a vulnerable conversation than you are. And and you're you're right, Kaz, because, you know, those who are um, selfish people can be very diligent with trying to fortify their argument for why they're justified for what it is that they want. That, that's, that's just what they live for. You know, when, you know, when you got Christians and conservatives, you know, for the most part, are really just trying to make an honest living, man. It's like, you know, when you got the left, the whole, the, the left is always trying to justify benefiting off the fruits of somebody else. I mean, that's what socialism is. That's what slavery is, you know, and, and they want to justify this. And, they, and they, that's what they do all day while you're just trying to make an honest living. So, yeah, it stands to reason that we're not always going to have those well-polished arguments because that's what they do all day. They rehearse. They go over this stuff in their head all the time, thinking about how they're going to get in your pocket. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, but, but what, to answer the question, though, Kaz, there needs to be – because, man, they got an industry for this. they got a machine for it that just, just promotes this in the culture all the time. We don't have a counter-industry for that. You know, we, 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 we don't have like a propaganda machine that, that, that's an industry of promoting truth the way that they have an industry to promote lies. Yes. So we have to be more supportive of that. And that's just, and even the Lord says, the Lord himself says, hey, you know, the children of the light, you guys got to learn how to sell it. You got <laughs> to learn, learn how to use what the children of the age are using. And, and use those tools and get out there. And then what does the Lord say? To get out there and make friends. Because these people don't see us as their friends. They've been, they've been uh, uh, inundated with prejudice against us. We're not using the tools that they use to relate to them and capture their imagination long enough to deliver the truth to them. My, my. You know, one of the things that I see, uh, Zoe, and that is, if you have a relationship with somebody rather than you're just going out cold and you're going, this is wrong and this is right and you're wrong and I'm right. <clears throat> if you've invested in relationships with people, it's more likely that you can sit down and come let us reason together. You know, the Bible yeah. talks about speaking the truth in love. If you can come to somebody and they know you, they know you've never done anything to harm them. They're safe with you, but you're saying some things that they have defended against most of their life then Holy Spirit can intervene in the middle of that thing and truth can be victorious. So speaking the truth yeah. in love. And also, <clears throat> you know, the, the people who are, I would say, in the liberal left, they are angry if they're, if they're shown wrong. 
if there's a level of humility and there's a point that's well taken from someone else, you go, you know, that's that's a very interesting perspective. Let me think about this. But let me give you something to think about as well. And as soon as you change the tone from beating the other person up, then positive ground can be gained. Thoughts? Sure. Your thoughts yeah, on that? You know, and the thing, yeah, it, you know, the thing is, you know, these Democrats, they don't like um, they don't like being reminded you know, that um, their worldview is racist, it's sexist. Basically, everything that they project onto conservatives, you're a racist, you're a sexist, you're this, you're that. And I'm like, okay. And, and you know, and I, I know Democrats. I, and one, I used to be one. But I know them. And it's like, they don't like to think of themselves as racist. And, and when, when you get down to it, it's like, it's like, oh, come on, man. Do you really think I'm a racist? It's like, it's not necessarily that you're a racist, but your worldview and the things that you want instituted is a form of bigotry and racism. And it actually exacerbates the problem. My. You don't, I get it. You don't think that you're one. But the thing is, is what you're doing does not um, facilitate the betterment of the society. It actually arrests their development to where you only have a few people who are only able to gain this elite status by following your model, as opposed to that, that oversweeping opportunity that you want for everybody that is found in the word of God that can be built. That's built on the word of God, not on what you're trying to force. Yes. And the more you try to force your fairness, in reality, the more unfair you're being to people. Yes. You know, as I as I look at the two political parties, and, you know, I've been around for a while, and I've been uh, observing blue-collar Democrats, and, and some, uh, I've, some of my friends are, quote-unquote, or have been entitled or titled to the term, you know, with the term Democrats. And, and right now, the, the whole definition of the Democratic Party has changed so much so that many of the people that have embraced some of the quote-unquote tenets of the Democratic Party, they're still embracing those things. And some of those things, you know, we quote-unquote Republicans or conservatives need to pay close attention to because maybe we've got some of these things wrong as well. But it's what saddens me is the Democratic Party has moved away from the blue-collar mentality, has moved away from some of the things that, you know, Donald Trump was a Democrat— and he became a Republican, but many of the, his positions, uh, a, a quote-unquote true blue Republican would go, oh, little know about those things, you know, because Trump isn't looking at it from the R or the D. He's looking at it from the economy. He's looking at it, maybe there's some Judeo-Christian values that he's embracing, and he's not so concerned about the big D or the big R. He's concerned about doing what he thinks right from his knowledge of things. And so one of the things that we need to be aware of, and give me your thoughts on this, is not so much of um, here's a Democratic point of view and here's a Republican point of view, but what's the godly point of view? And sometimes that may violate what our preconceived notions of being the staunch Republican or being the staunch Democrat. It might violate that because some of these things just might align more in the middle, a little bit more uh, bringing the parties together. Thoughts on that? Sure, sure. Now, when you when you examine Republican Republican and Democrat, this is what it really gets down to. Now, for me, I'm a Republican because I understand that we enjoy a constitutional republic. That's why I'm a Republican. As a Republican, I understand that these rights are God-given, and these things cannot be messed with. Um, Now, 
that's that's just like the short and sweet end of it. Now, whereas the Democrats, the Democrat believes that this is a democracy. That's why they're Democrats. And they believe that they can make these votes and the, what the majority says, despite what the supreme law of the land says about your rights being certain and inalienable. A Democrat will assume that it's with enough votes. They can cancel out these things that you have a right to. Like, say, for instance, you got a right to property. This is this is a, a, a right that's written in our Constitution. Democrats can come, will come in and say, actually, with enough votes, we can say that we can have these accesses to your property. Yes, that's what a Democrat does. You know, and they can they can make um, different conditions concerning what qualifies as life or not. The word of God in the Constitution says, though, you have a right to your life. The government just can't come in and take it, and nobody else can take it, can deprive it of you without due process of law. The Democrats will, will make uh, other will, will vote for other conditions for that, you know, or uh, conditions of liberty. Yes, and one of the things that strikes me when you say that is <clears throat> the whole Supreme Court and judi- judicial system of you know nine Supreme Courts, and you've got you know a five four or four five decision, and and, and oftentimes it's a little bit more uh, more of the Supreme Court justices embracing one view than another. But the whole idea of that, <clears throat> the uh, liberal left would like to say instead of doing that when we're in we're the uh, reigning party let's just expand the supreme court to be not not nine justices but 12 or 15 or 20 as long as we add more that are in our favor than against us then we'll be okay that's really you know that's taking uh, you know the judicial law and uh, adjusting it to my own personal benefit as a a party member of one party any thoughts on that you know, you know what? I'm gonna. I need to suspend this conversation because <laughs> I looked at the oh. clock, and it's time for a commercial break. But we have one more segment to go. So, are are you geared to talk about this and other things in the last segment, Zo Rachel? Let's give it a go. Okay, my friends, uh, we're going to give it a go as soon as we give the commercial break a go, and we'll be right back. <laughs> more come together, San Diego, with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 12:10. K Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. And I am back with a growingly good friend, Zoe Rachel of Bronze Serpent, Bronze Serpent Media. And uh, we're it's going to be another <laughs> uh, last incendiary segment. Uh, and Zoe, thank you for always stirring things up. I appreciate that every time you come on with me. You stir stuff up, man. I love it. <clears throat> <laughs> Likewise, man. Okay, one of the things, you know, as I, you know, I kind of look, see things going on, then I like to take a few steps back and look at a broader brushstroke of the picture. I still think America has a majority of morally balanced people. And we're not talking about D's or R's by their names. I really think the majority of people are morally balanced people. Um, you know, I mean, if you're, you're, you you have a need or you're injured or something, there's going to be a level of compassion. That's what America is about. Sometimes I get a little concerned in some of the areas where hatred is being espoused and the mob mentality, you don't get that the, the the true morality that people really have. So uh, my question to you is how, how do we identify and restore the morally balanced people in America? Cause I think as, as soon as we do some of those people who, who have aligned um, 
on the in the D column and some of those people who have aligned in the R column, they're going to realize that they have more in common than they have in in uncommon things. And uh, so there will be uh, peace on Earth, peace in America. And, you know, the whole court system and the Constitution is built for voicing your differences and allowing, uh, you know, the Constitution and Judeo-Christian values to uh, bring uh, parity there. So what's your thought on that? Man, Kaz, you put me in a position to have to say some unpopular stuff, man. <laughs> uh, I want to be the hero. You can be the villain, okay? No, just kidding. All right. Uh, just kidding. You're a good cop. I'm the backup. I, I, I can dig it. <laughs> we already got a, we got a buddy cop movie going. <laughs> okay, so, um, well, we, we know, Kaz, like you said, man, it doesn't matter if you're Republican, doesn't matter if you're Democrat, whichever. Um, but the thing is, uh, to the Lord, no matter whose righteousness it is or so-called righteousness, it's all filthy rags to him. Good. So, you know, when we're, when we're trying to do our thing and you're right, man, it's like there, I mean, anybody is going to, you know, we're, we're inherently good people, the problem, you know, inherently try, or at least trying to do the right thing, trying mm-hmm. to be decent people and stuff like that. I, I can dig that. Um, the thing is, is when we do these things, what are we doing it for? A lot of people try to do good things because they're trying to be self-redeeming. You know, and that's, and that's one of those things. That's another one of those areas that Jesus does not dig. It's like, look, man, I see you trying to do the right thing and stuff like that. But did you, did you filter what you think is right through me? Or did you do it because you want the appearance of seeming like a good per, uh, person? What kind of fruits are you showing to people? Like, say, for instance, I talk about this in my latest, latest video. Like, say, for instance, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt wants to be like get out there and look like oh he's such a caring and compassionate he's such a good person he adopts all these children it's like well what he's trying to do is redeem himself because while he's adopting these children he's hopping around from bed to bed looking up to be on which tabloid he's going to be on with with some different woman that he's using and then at the same time it's like instead of being a father to his kids he's out there he's checking out smoking weed he's talking about being an adult and 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 wants to tell us how to be adults and the guy can't even face reality. So it's like those kinds of things, you know, there's, you know, I know that's not popular to say, but it's the truth because a lot of people out there are trying to redeem themselves and they're trying to do what's right in what they think is right and stack merits for themselves while saying, well, I do these good things and those good things they think can excuse the other stuff that they do to indulge themselves. That's good. It reminds me of a scripture in the Old Testament, and I believe it says there is a way which seems right unto a man. But the mm-hmm. end thereof are the ways of death. So a lot of times we can confuse ourselves and, you know, but I did this right. I'm not going to talk about all the bad stuff that I've done. And so what God mm-hmm. wants us to, God, you know, God is the final voice. <laughs> and yeah. uh, when we realize we are going to be subjected to the final voice someday and we, can, we can't say, but so-and-so told me this was okay to do. Ultimately, we have our own level of accountability one-to-one with the Lord. That has to change the way we deal with things, theoretically, doesn't it? Wouldn't you hope? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, it does. And and like I said, and, and what it sounds like is like, well, what it sounds like you're talking about, though, is just being a whole bunch of fuddy-duddies and stuff like that. Like, no. <laughs> and, 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 and breaking it down, when you just get down to the nitty-gritty of it, you know, it just sounds like, you know, nobody can do anything right. Exactly. <laughs> and, and proof positive because when we see what's going on, because there's a lot of disgruntled people out there who are looking at the world, and you know when you got these actors out there, all they do is you would think they'd be the happiest people on it. You guys got dream jobs, 
You guys have you, you got the money, you've got the fame, and, and these people are they're they're checked out. They, they they can't even face what it is that they're doing because they're empty. You know, that's like even when I talk about Donald Trump, it's like when we talk about, you know, well, jobs and the economy. It's like jobs in the economy, that's great, but it's not that's not what really America needs because you got people out there with good jobs who are suicidal and, and alcoholics and drug addicts and, and divorced and stuff like that and they've got broken homes. It's like a good job and a good economy didn't fix that. Yeah. You know, so it's like there's something deeper, you know, that that needs to be latched on to. Because basically what we're doing is that we're basically we're giving ourselves more money to screw up, to screw up with is what we're doing. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So <clears throat> we've got uh, maybe two or three minutes in this segment. It's time we've waxed eloquently for the whole hour. And now it's time to put summary statements behind the eloquent uh, words and 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 really it really comes down to issues of the heart and and the one who created uh, our hearts to discern properly and have relationship with the creator of the universe the son Jesus Christ and his father through holy spirit so really you know because this is a christian broadcast and we really embrace god's plans for the judeo christian people throughout the united states where, where where do we go for here from here? Uh, give kind of a uh, an uplifting encouragement to our people. We've got about a couple minutes left, so uh, because you know we spend a lot of time, and you do in particular, uh, being vocal in a very positive way, saying here's what's wrong, here's what's right, and make the make your stands. Now let's uh, take all the things that have been discussed and bring it to a single uh, salient point that people can uh, gravitate to. So, Rachel, I'm not giving you a big task. In other words, solve the world's problems in about a minute and a half. Go. All right. Well, you know, the good, the good news is, is that we've, we've got two sources of information how to do that. One, number one, we've got the Word of God. And number two, we, got, we can even thank the liberals on how to do it. Because what we, what we need to do is there needs to be a creative promotion of truth to compete with the creative promotion of lies. And that's and the liberals are showing us how that they've got the education system. They've got news and entertainment media. They dominate in these things and they're using those things to promote a narrative that's away from God, but making, you know, uh, uh, the humanistic worldview look like that's what our salvation is. So we need to take those tools and tell people the truth with it, because as you can see, when we just tell people the truth, it doesn't sound so good. You know, like yes. I said, our Lord and Savior was killed for it. But even he, there were times when he delivered it in a certain way where he did have his audience scratching their head for a second. Yes, or, or fading back into the shadows. Yes, <clears throat> right? But when, when he hit them with the, the, the straight-up truth, that's when they were, that's when they rioted. That's when they went crazy. So he showed us the difference. It's like, here's the truth, and the world is going to hate you for it. But sometimes you've got to deliver the truth in a way that's, you know, salty, that's tasty. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, it's about time for us to go away. I've got another about 60 seconds to do this. So, so Rachel, first of all, let me say thank you so much for, you know, you, you take the bandages off. That's what you do. And you say, let's take a look at this wound. And we've been covering up the wound for so long and it's really festered and it looks awfully ugly and it really is not healthy. So take, rip off the bandages. And, and you know, that talks about healing balm in Gilead. But there's a healing balm that God wants to apply to us. So, so I, I really appreciate you because you do. You're a bandage ripper offer. That's another phrase for you. A bandage ripper offer. <laughs> 
So thank you for joining us and give us a, a way that people can find out more about you. Again, we've talked about your website. Say it again, would you, Zoe, Rachel? Thanks, thanks, Kaz. You're the, you're the man, sir. Um, I'm at bronzeserpentmedia.com, and they can find uh, my productions there. Yeah, productions are, are blogs and music and many, many other things. Actually, books. I mean, this man is a multifaceted guy, and that's one of the reasons I love him. He, he takes what God has given him, and he says, okay, we'll apply it. So, my listening friend, I hope this has been an inspiration to you. And just know that God's in control, and he requires us to hear him and obey. It's not, we're not just passengers, we're fellow drivers <laughs> in his bus. So, my listening friend, thank you for joining So Rachel of the Bronze Serpent Media and I for this one hour. And uh, I've got more coming next week. By the way, on this Sunday, I'm going to be on the uh, Bob Siegel Show on our sister station, um, and it's uh, it's going to be a remarkable time because Bob Siegel is a, a remarkable guy, too. He tells it like it is, just like you, Zoe. So, my friend, it's been a pleasure visiting with you. So, Rachel and I say God bless you, and we will see you again sometime mm, very soon. Bye. Thanks for joining Chaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise.